But I think what helped me the most is that I was such a, um, I still, I hope I still am, like I was such a driven and hardworking person that people got encouraged to help. Um, but and I think without them, without the help of all my ballet teachers that tried to, you know, they looked, they searched every company, wrote letters, did things, a lot of that, um, I would have never, it would have never been possible for me. In this episode, I'm talking to ballet dancer Kanya Mandongana. So Kanya, you are in Germany at the moment. So where exactly are you based? I right now I'm based in the north of Germany. Yeah. Um, in a city called Detmold. It's a very small city, very beautiful city in the north of Germany. Mm. Yeah. And and you are there with the ballet company? Yes. So I'm working with the theatre of the city. It's called Landes Theater Detmold. Um, yeah, so it's a city, it's the theater of the city here. Okay. And, but uh, can you tell me, how did you start in ballet? Because you're from South Africa. Yes, I am. Very far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, so I started with ballet, not really it being ballet, but it being dance um, at school. So it was offered as a subject. And you had to choose one of three things, whether it was music, it was art, or it was dance studies. So I chose dancing because I couldn't sing or play a musical instrument. I couldn't draw uh, to save my life. So I just went with the dance studies because I had a lot of energy as a kid. And my mom was like, well, there you go. Um, (laughs) How old old were you at the time? I think I was about six or seven years old uh, when I started doing it. Yeah, and at the time it was just really at school, it wasn't really um, sort of amateur, it was just more dance studies, the more creative movement. Um, But the teacher at the time had studied ballet and she was a ballet teacher, but she couldn't really uh, teach us ballet because um, it was in a school environment where, you know, you go once a week or something like that. Um, But uh, I remember after about a year of doing that, she asked me if I'm interested to do this as, you know, for more. Um, and, you know, I was kind of sort of a pe- teacher's pet at the time. So, of course, I was like, yeah, um, that was yeah. like a good idea. Which, uh, I don't know. You, which town was it that you lived in? So I live in Gukuletu, which is a township in Cape Town. But I went to school. I went to primary school in Autry, which was kind of like a suburban uh, area in, 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 okay. in Cape Town. And um, yeah, so I did it for about a year at school and as part of my other subjects at school. And then she said to me after a year, you want to do, continue doing real ballet somewhere else? And I thought, well, I mean, I don't know what I'm, I said yes, not knowing exactly what I'm saying yes to. And I remember there was, um, the Cape Town City Ballet had a male development program. It was called the Cape Town City Ballet Male Development Program. It was an outreach program for, to promote young boys to start ballet who come from like impoverished areas and doesn't really have access to ballet. And um, I went there, she sent me there and I went there and it was just one class a week. And from then it developed into more. So I was just doing one class a week and then eventually um, I joined the Cape Junior Ballet School, which was under Diane Cheeseman. And yeah, that's when I had, that's where I had most of my training then. Now for, for, um, you said you come from Google Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a township. And uh, how, what is, the views on ballet when you grow up in a township and because also it's a cultural there's a lot of cultural differences there absolutely I mean there was just a I I mean I think at the time everybody especially when I was younger it was more sort of admiration for doing something that was not 
um, the, the normal. I think the mm-hmm. problems really arose when I wanted to do it as a career more so. When I had when I was much older, when I decided, okay, this is what I wanted to do, then people kind of saw it as very sort of unconventional, unreliable, not really, you know, you, you can't go anywhere with that. You can't do anything with it. Um, but when I was younger, it was just, oh, he's doing ballet because it was really meaning. It was just extra on top of everything else that I was doing. I did, you know, all my school, just like everybody else. And then I would go to ballet after school. So at that time, it was more, it was fun. But um, as I got older and I, as I decided to make it, a, I wanted it as a career. Obviously, other things had to fall um, away in order to focus really on my ballet. Then that's when people started coming uh, with their opinions of yeah oh, this is not really something you should be doing. You should go study. You're really good at school. Why are you not doing that? Um, it's an unreliable career or, you know, you don't make much money off it or all of those things. So, yeah, that's when I experienced a lot of uh, pushback from people. Yeah. In yeah. But also uh, that in in uh, South Africa, it's a lot about sport and it's a lot about football and rugby and, and that sort of thing for boys. Did you have, in that sense, did you have uh, some uh, negativity from other boys because you do ballet? Absolutely. I mean, I had a lot of bullying as a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. I had, yes, I did from um, at school and also just in the township in general because people didn't understand what it is that I was doing. Um, and I think it was more so of a, um, you know, when you're doing something that is very unconventional that people feel like they can't do, or for whatever reason, they can't really do it themselves, then they always find a reason to to, um, to push down or to hold back the person that is doing it. So it was coming from that more, more, um, mostly than anything else. But yeah, I did experience a lot of bullying from other boys, for sure. But then you went to Cape Town City Ballet, the, or the, the school. There, there's yeah. a ballet school in Cape Town. So there was. It was just a, a program to encourage boys to do ballet. Um, and so I joined that first, and then after I went into the Cape Junior Ballet School, which was a, another school uh, by Diane Cheeseman. And then that's when I trained from I would say about fourteen till eighteen. Um, and then that's when I did everything. That's when I did a lot of uh, ballet competitions. I did summer schools. I did all my RED uh, vocational exams. I did, um, that's what I did most of everything. Uh, touring, traveling, lots of performing. Because uh, she also had a company, a junior company attached to it. So it was the Cape Junior Ballet School. Oh, and the Cape Junior Ballet Company as well. Um, and it was just the idea of the school kids having some sort of a junior company experience. Um, and we were so it was a school all week, but on the weekends would be the junior company. And that's what we we did. And with the company, we toured a lot and we danced all over South Africa. And we even came to um, I remember I think we came to Portugal when I was about uh, 15 or so. Um, really? Yeah. First time on an airplane. <laughs> first oh, time overseas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a crazy uh, uh, thing. It opened my mind up completely. And then um, your family, did they support you all the way? Your mum, was she happy that you, that you did that, that you did the training and so on? So, yeah, so for my mum, it was as well. Like she was, very, she was always kind of very proud of me and always uh, a little bit, yeah, she was happy with me doing ballet. Um, but I think as well with her, it became very difficult when um, I think I remember I decided I really want to be a professional ballet dancer when I was 
quite late actually I was 17 I just came back from a summer school in New York and I thought okay this is it like I really want to do this because then there I had seen professional ballet dancers and I'd seen what it was all about um and I remember that's when I, everything you know my focus shifted completely and I said this is what I want to do and that's when kind of like with her as well like the, the conflict was a little bit there because she thought uh, I did. I was doing so well at school, and I was doing so well at many other things that she was. She had hoped that um, I had, was going to become, I don't know, an accountant, a doctor, lawyer, which is oh. a very stereotypical thing. But really, really, she really thought so, and I thought so too for the longest time. But um, I, I wanted to do it. I loved ballet. I loved the challenge of it, and I loved not uh, where I, I saw it take me in my life. Um, and I think that it, it came a point where she just had to trust me and trust the, the process of me. And um, since then, then I mean, she's been the most number one supportive person in my really? life. Like, yeah, I mean, I cannot thank her enough. Um, but of course, I, I could see how she struggled with the idea of letting go the, of the accountant, Kanya, or you know, uh, that. Yeah, she struggled uh, to let go of that <laughs> quite a bit. And um but she did she did I mean I um when I finished Cape Junior Ballet School when I was 18 I went to go train privately again very unconventional I went to Martin Schoenberg a very good teacher and I trained with him uh, privately for about two and a half years before I eventually moved to Europe and then again it was just all trust and you know trusting mm -hmm. that I'm making the right decisions and going to the right direction but now um what was it that made you decide to go to leave South Africa? That's a good question. I think I um I was I remember when I was in Cape Junior Ballet School, there was one boy that I I always I kind of looked up to. He was um an a much a little bit older than me. Um and he I watched his journey and I think it was one I mean subconsciously I didn't realize that I was kind of trying to follow his path. Um he he finished at Cape Junior Ballet School and he went to he moved to England to English Ashford Ballet School and he graduated and joined the Northern Ballet in Leeds. And I was watching this growing up and was trying to replica and do everything he's doing to because I, I subconsciously so I didn't realize that I was doing that until I was much older. And I think watching him and seeing how his life developed and how his life completely changed um, and just him talk about. Uh, the appreciation of the art form um, in another country um, made me and encouraged me so much and pushed me subconsciously. Um, so it's only now when I look back and I realize my journey that, oh my God, actually I was just following in his footsteps and this is, I wanted it because I saw what it did for him. And he was just another um, another boy from exact, the township right next to me. So to see his dreams come true made and encouraged me to, to want to push for mine. Um, so yeah. who is he? What is Mil his name? Lindy Kulashe. I don't know if you know him. Is it? No, yeah. I don't know him. Oh. Yes, oh, his right. name is Lindy Kulashe. He's 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 soloist in in um in Northern Ballet. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. And you say he also came. So there was somebody for you to look up to, and there was somebody that you can. And I think these role models are so important for children. Absolutely. Um, to know where what is possible, you know. Absolutely. There's so much uh, for like representation is so important because I mean, I only became a ballet dancer or only wanted to move overseas because I saw somebody else do it and not just a somebody else, but somebody else that came from the same circumstances as me. Um, so I wanted it because I saw, oh, he could do it. It was possible for him and I wanted to do it. And thinking back, there was so much um, 
in my life, whether it be my, the people, my family or outside of my family that didn't see the possibility, obviously. And I understand that they didn't because it wasn't within their vision. Um, but they didn't see that possibility. They didn't see it go as far as I saw it go. Um, and and that and that's why there was a very big kind of like um, a difference in, in thinking um, between them and me. And I and he completely, I mean, without me knowing it as well, he paved the way. And I thought, you know, I wanted because I saw somebody else do it too. Yeah. And what what we don't uh, talk about enough, I think, also, and and what artists also never mention is the financial aspect of this. You know, there's one thing that you can physically go and you can and you have the talent and you can do it, but then there has to be that support as well. And when you come from a township and you come from a from a family where where it's not possible to pay for private lessons or to pay for ballet classes you know these things are also things to take into consideration and then also for somebody from south africa to come to europe already is another expense you know so was there somebody that helped you in that in that sense yeah so uh yeah so most of my ballet training was um sponsored i had to go out and look for uh, sponsorships into a different different companies different people um but I think what helped me the most is that I was such a, um, I still, I hope I still am, like I was such a driven and hardworking person that people got encouraged to help. Um, but and I think without them, without the help of all my ballet teachers that tried to, you know, they looked, they searched every company, wrote letters, did things, a lot of that, um, I would have never, it would have never been possible for me. And I was just so lucky that I landed up in the right hands with people that saw and understand and saw the, the potential and wanted me. In, uh, this for me as much as I wanted it for myself um, and wanted to help me you know in my journey um, because I think back and I'm like I would have never been able to do it uh, financially because ballet is just very expensive and training is very expensive um, so I definitely I had a lot of help along the way I had a lot of help a lot from a lot of different people um, but I think also in essence I, I need I was the type of person that was um I, I, I wanted it so much that people uh, were, weren't reluctant to, to, to offer their hand. Yeah, they could sense it from you and, uh, and support you in that way. But that's wonderful. And so great that you can come to Europe now where you can now um, live the dream that you've always had. And... Um, uh, now for you, what, what is it that you, what is your wish now? Oh, that's, <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah, that's, so right now, yeah, so right now I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I, I'm working as a ballet dancer, which is something I've always wanted to do. I just think from now on, I want to, I want to push my career as far as I can, see how far I can go with it. Um, but I think generally what I want is more, is to kind of make an impact within the industry, whatever that means. I think me being, um, a black ballet dancer from South Africa is already a statement and I want to push that as far as I can. I want to push the boundaries of what people think I can and cannot do because of certain things. Um, and also most importantly, I want for um, my friends, family, people from back home or whoever, another black boy from the township who thinks his dreams are not valuable or not valid to understand that they are and that they are possible and that there are people that are going to help you pave the way uh, to to make your dreams come possible uh, come true because that's what it was for me you know i saw somebody do it and 
I wanted it and and I made it happen for myself and I I hope that many other people get get that um from me if anything that's like I think that that's the most important thing that I want to do with my career yeah um are there many um young black boys in South Africa who have the opportunity now is there a way that you can inspire again um in South Africa So when I went back home so a lot of my friends have opened up you know little ballet studios here and there really? and when I went back home, yeah so when I went back home I had the opportunity to teach and it was just really inspiring even for me to see these um, yeah. young young people that are so hungry uh and I saw myself in and so much of it because you know like it's just it's so much more than just a career it's your whole life changes uh, completely and I think it was just I went going uh, going back to teach and seeing everybody was just very inspirational even for me as much as it was probably was for them um yeah to see what is possible what really is possible if you put your mind to it and if you are uh, willing to do to do the work so yeah i mean i think i don't i think there could be more opportunities of course uh, i always think there could be more however i think a lot of people doing a uh, little have little studios in in south in cape town especially um and that are trying to do their best with what they have but it is very difficult because of course funding is a thing you know ballet is really really expensive and training a ballet dancer is just really expensive without the right support so yeah well, i spoke to david turner um director of the uh, cape town city ballet and she also told me about little projects and pro- a lot of things that they are doing to help and to you know support children and Uh, what we also shouldn't forget is not everybody would want to be a dancer but that they want to to have that experience and that they would love and and that, that it's also beneficial to have that uh just the training or just Absolutely. the ballet classes just for the for the appreciation of the art so uh, mm. and just and just to learn to 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 push yourself and learn to work beyond your boundaries i think if anything it opens your mind up to your own possibilities you know so even if you don't end up being a ballet dancer i think i would have or even for me i think i would have taken the 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 lessons and the discipline from the art form and just the the, the thinking of you know one day you come in you can't do any you can't do the thing whatever it is in ballet and in a, you know you work at it until you can so that is already a huge lesson just for life in general that it doesn't matter where you come from what you look like where what's your circumstances given the time and the energy and the effort that you put into something you can get the outcome that you want out of it so that and that's a huge thing i mean that's a life changing uh thing already so i think uh, regardless of whether people become ballet dancers or not the life lessons in which you learn from ballet are so valuable um and i think that's where the appreciation also for the art form comes into regardless of whether you dance or not yeah Well that's beautifully said and that's that's exactly what I think you know and that in all forms of art really is so important and um like you say that's the valuable life lessons that you learn also through that do you also do some choreography well so I in that I have dipped my toes in it I did really? so I'm chore- yeah I've actually never choreographed for other people I've choreographed for myself mostly and I've danced uh, like a couple of solos I think I did three solos on on myself and I do like the journey of choreography I just haven't yet uh made it on other people but I am considering it because every season at the end of the season in the theater we have young choreographers which is an opportunity for us the dancers to make works on on ourselves 
And last year, um, I was thinking, oh, I should I should make something. But, you know, there was the pandemic. There was a lot going on. Um, yeah. So it was really difficult. But I think I'm thinking this season to take my first dip into it and see Dude. how it would be. Yeah. yeah. To see how it would be for me to to make, put my visions up against uh, other people and to try to, to, yeah. to make them come to light. Um, I, because I've been able to do it on myself and it, it's been fine, but it, it would be very interesting um, thing, journey to see how it, I replicate that on other people. Yeah, you're very creative because I see also on Facebook and Instagram, you are very creative. And I, I think it. this would, yeah, that you, you should I, really absolutely. I think, yeah, I think if anything, like whether I'm a dancer or not, I love just being creative, whether it be um, with my clothing, because I'm very eccentric of how I dress, with just how, how I do everything. I try to make it, uh, I, 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 I put creativity into, into it all. So, yeah, I love it. I love looking up different art forms. I love everything. So I, I, I definitely think it's something I, I'm considering to, to dip my toes yes. into. Yes, yeah, how, yeah. How do it. You tell me when you do something. <laughs> I'll send you the videos. Yeah. But, okay, now, Kanye, tell me, what do you miss most of South, about South Africa? The weather. Really? <laughs> no, well, no, I miss, yes, I miss, of course, I miss my family and the, yeah. the people. Because actually, it's funny because as, as much as I've left, I left South Africa now, I think it's four years that I'm not living at home. I still have the same circle of friends and people since, that I grew up with. Really? Still today. And they, I'm still as well connected with them. So I miss, obviously, that. I miss the connectivity of... Um, family and friends because I'm very close to my friends at home I grew up with them you know I shared my entire life with them um and my family I know yeah the weather I miss the weather Cape Town weather is just yeah. undeniably beautiful and and, the, sea and the mountain and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I can. I can get over. It. I can get over that a bit, like the city and all of that. But how I, I can get over it a little bit because I mean I like Europe. I think it's absolutely beautiful. There's so much history and architecture that. Um. Uh, so, but yeah, the weather is still something I'm fighting with. <laughs> yeah. So, are you? Do you have interest in architecture? So I, as I, I'm, I like I'm appreciative of it. I, yeah. I, I, so I like any sort of uh, artistic elements so or design architecture all of it i'm very much so uh anything, Aware beauty, of anything. It. yes yes yeah. and i am very interested in it um i think i'm just i i i just i'm a creative in general like i don't i don't think it's just i'm a dancer and that's what i do like i'm an art like i'm stuck in that i'm very um I love creativity in general, whether whatever in whatever shape or form it comes. I mean, I spend a lot of my nights watching um, singers on YouTube. Like, I just love watching really? it. I don't know. Yes, I do. And I connect to it very well. Like, it, it's almost, it's the same thing, but it's a different form. Um, and I, I love listening to them talk about their work and their art and their creativity because I find, I find it, it's exactly, it's the same, same, but different. Um, and sometimes it's nice to hear it from somebody who does something else. Yeah. Um, because whatever it is, it clicks and it sits with you or, um, you, you know, hearing it differently it always makes you think of it differently as well in your way. Or you see how they're, um, you know, watching a, a singer go through um, whatever they have to sing and you, you, you see how they merge the technical aspect with the artistic aspect. And you, you think, oh, how, how would I do that in my dancing? How would I pull that off in my dancing? Um, so I, I, lo I love doing that. I love watching things I love looking at architecture I love seeing design I love I love it all 
That's great, yeah. But that all those influences, then then you should be uh, choreographing. You can <laughs> I, then use all these yeah, influences. Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 I do not work. I, I tend to think I have too much going on. Like I have a lot going on that it almost is, is the difficulty is making a decision. <laughs> Um, for me yeah. because I have so much influence I have so much uh, material like and, and and things that I'm thinking about and wanting to work with that it almost ends up going oh I don't know what to choose because I want that but I want to put that and I want to do that too and oh, then yeah. <laughs> so I think I just have to come to a point of like structuring it and making fine decisions yeah. but I am I am that person I am the type of personality that thinks about something for a long time and then it, it feels like an all of a sudden decision to somebody watching from the outside but actually, I've been, you know, it's been like a year of thinking brewing. about it. And, yeah, brewing. Then I, you're brewing. Yeah. yeah, you're brewing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, brewing. <laughs> okay, so now, uh, Kanye, what, what do you do before a performance? How do you prepare? Uh, do you, are you one of those people who just say, don't talk to me and I'm in my dressing room and, and I have to zone in or, or how... Uh, what do you do before? So I actually, I used to, because I, I tend to get, I used to get really, 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 really nervous before a show. So I used to be really like um, more, more of a pan the show, you know, like, oh God, do I oh. go over all the choreography? Do I know what I'm doing? But I think over the years I've become, I've, I've tend to, um, to lean into, so I wear, I push myself really hard in the rehearsal process so that I, when the time, when it gets to the performance, I'm able to really just, trust and lean on the work that I did prior so now I just take it really easy like I'm really okay. I, before performance I don't have any rituals because I don't want to be stuck to oh yeah because yeah. then you become superstitious then it's like oh I put the right shoe on before the left shoe and then oh, yeah, you know yeah. I, don't, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to have outside factors kind of be in control of, mm -hmm. of me so I really I, I I think the what is the, one of the most calming experiences in going is having your makeup done. Like when you go to the theater, you know, before the show, having your makeup done, going to the um, to do your training before the show. It's it's just all of that. That the routine for me is is very calming because it's familiar. So um, the minute there's that routine, and I like to just take a moment before I go on stage just to kind of breathe, calm down, and like really feel like feet on the ground. And then I mean, once I'm on stage, I, I forget about being nervous anyway. But uh, the prior, I take it really easy. I, I, I okay. try to keep calm and, 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 and rely on the fact that I did what I, I needed to do before I got here. Yeah, but it's, it's that reassurance thing that you have, yeah. Yes, I, yeah. Oh, but this was now so lovely to talk to you on Zoom. I mean, I have talked to you before, but um, <laughs> real, so we know each other in real. Yeah, but uh, but it is so insightful what you're telling, and and I think you're such a positive person, and your your outlook on life, and how you see things, and uh, I think it's it's wonderful, you know, that you that you have that ability. Thank you. And I'm sure Thank this this dream and this wish that you have, um, you know, this will come true because it's it's so. <laughs> yeah you've 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 come from you know from wanting to come to Europe you've come from going through the whole process and now it's just um it's it's all going to happen now for you yes I am I'm ready for it but Kanye when you come to Vienna again please the last time I missed you and I oh, yes. see each other yeah but please come again and 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 let me know and we can grab a coffee 
Absolutely. I absolutely yeah. always love chatting to you. So. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely come. Okay. But all the best and um, keep me updated with that choreography you're going to do. Thank you. I'll send yeah. videos. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to know what you think now. Yeah, and we can have a nice discussion and, and promote it for you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>